Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest Greyhound racing news, check out grisland.ie forward slash Talking Dogs. So hello and welcome along to episode 146 of the Talking Dogs on Thursday podcast with myself, Barry Drake. This week, of course, uh, we're going to catch up with um, the legendary uh, Greyhound trainer, um, Paul Hennessy, of course, uh, and uh, very much uh, still going strong, of course, a lovely winner there at the weekend. We'll touch on that shortly, but um, as always, uh, we'll welcome you to the podcast, uh, Paul. Thank you, Barry. Thank you very much, and a, and a happy, a belated happy New Year to you. Great stuff. Yeah, um, great stuff, Paul, and and the same, of course, uh, to to all your family. And uh, I suppose we, we'll start by, um, I suppose, the the sport itself, Paul. It's been so good to you over the years. Yeah, we've been blessed, honest to God. Now we we rearing a young family out of it. You know, Susan and myself met through the Greyhounds, and um, you know we've had tremendous luck over the years, and the family are still interested and. Rachel, they had a great weekend. She's married to Shane Dowling now, the Ballymax, and today had a fantastic Clonmel. You know, it's a wonderful achievement, and it's just a great connection through the Greyhounds. And as I say, they've been very good to us and uh, over the years, and as I say, they've been very good to plenty of people. You know, that were in the game and uh, down through the years, and it's hard work if you get onto it and give it a go and give it your best shot, and you're able to take all the knocks that it gives you. But then I suppose Barry is no different than any walk of life, you know what I mean? No matter what you're doing, you're going to get setbacks. It's how you deal with them, I think, is what makes all the difference. And then if you're blessed, we were blessed with great owners, still have, and uh, some very, very good dogs, and that makes all the difference, you know? Yeah, without a doubt, and uh, very well said, of course. And of course, we look. We um, send our congratulations to all connected, of course, with the Bally Mac Kennels. We were uh, all shouting them down in Clanmel, shouting them on, of course, over the course of the uh, three days, and of course, Barry, they bred all those dogs themselves and reared them themselves, and that makes it, you know, all the all. It's a huge achievement. Fair play to it's a great achievement. Yeah, it sure is. And of course, look, as I said, um, you've, you've won it all, Paul. You've won the, the English, the Scottish, the you know the Irish derbies with so many other big events. Is the appetite and hunger still there to go on and you know achieve more big race success? It is, of course. Like You have a responsibility to your owners, you know what I mean? And, and some of the owners that we have here, as I said, they've been with us since the kids were small and everything else. And it's wonderful to have that continuity. And you need a good dog, and if you're lucky enough to get a stumble across a couple of good ones, we keep trying each year. Some years you haven't good enough, and other years you wouldn't, and that's the way it goes. You know, we don't really change anything. What worked for us, you know, has worked for us all the time. So um, it's just a matter of if you can come across the good ground, really, to be honest, you know. Yeah, that's um, that's exactly it. And uh, just going back to the weekend, um, a lovely competition down there in Limerick, of course, was the Born Warrior at Stud A1, A2. Uh, they had a nice little pot there, of course, with 3,000 euros to the winner. And it was won by Barefoot on Fire, um, of course, uh, trained by uh, your good self and uh, your, your family there at home, of course, for Brian and Kathleen uh, Murphy. And, of course, you've built up a great partnership over the years. So uh, a nice win. Yeah, lovely win, and for lovely people, as you mentioned, Brian and Kathleen, they've been with us nearly since we started, and they get great pleasure over it. And you know, it's great with technology now, Barry. Um, I was able to send them on a clip of the video of the race on the night before, five minutes after the race, and they're over in the Cayman Islands, and they got a huge thrill out of that. He told me the following day, Brian did that. They watched it eight or ten times, and they opened the bottle of champagne and celebrated the win. And isn't it wonderful? Like years ago, like. 
Brian totally relied on, 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 you know, the next day or telling them, or then I suppose the advent of the videos the following day came in. But now the lads able to snap the race itself and send it on to you. And I sent it on to him on WhatsApp, and they were able to watch it within, you know, 10 minutes or a quarter of an hour and, you know, celebrate the win and enjoy it. And that that's all makes the game all the better, you know. But looking for lovely, um, Willie Hanlon is a great friend of ours and a neighbour of ours, and Willie sponsored a steak. And, it just slotted in lovely for that particular dog, to be honest, because he started off very well in Cork, flashy runs and all this carry-on. But, like, you know, when pups are schooled up, I find, anyway, to that level, there's very little room for error. And the next race he ran, he got a wallop leaving the traps. He got cut off at the first bend. He didn't know how to deal with it. And I brought him to Shelburne Park then, and he got knocked over, and he turned back on the track and ran back down the track. I mean, it was a nightmare start for a young greyhound. So... I gave him a little break, gave him two or three sprints around to Kennedy to get his confidence back up. And um, I was actually lining up a different dog for that competition. I didn't realise he had gone to A1. So when he did, I popped him into it. And look, it was wonderful because in the first few rounds, he'd never been around Limerick in a 5-2-5. He missed the break once or twice. But it actually was great because he had to walk through the field to qualify. And the whole process was just that the dog should learn how to run with other greyhounds. You know, as I say... It's easy when you're out in front, Barry, and you're solo on along, but these dogs, and now he's had to show that he can mix it and learn and come from behind. Like he, in fairness to him, he worked very hard for that win on Saturday night, you know, so we're delighted with him. Now that he knows how to race, hopefully he'll come on and, and you know, improve more. Yeah, without a doubt, look, it was a great performance, as you said, when you, you consider he had to work so hard. 28.71 on the clock. He's got 28.20 in his card. He's really, a, you know, a February um, youngster. So you'll have, you'll have high hopes for him going forward for the remainder of the year with a bit of luck, Paul. You would have. Like, he, he's not fully tuned up. Like, he's about 75% tuned at the moment. But the whole purpose was to try and get experience, and he got loads of it. As I say, he, he led no nice, which was great. You know, OK, when you survive, it's great. But... He didn't lead any night, and I know that if he traps out, he has very good early, you know what I mean? So he, he got better in the final. He broke well. Crona uh, Ryan's bitch was on, her out, on his outside, and she has some fancy splits done. And um, the crafty dog was there as well as the corner. So the three of them went to the bend together, and he held his ground. Poor Crona's bitch got squeezed out, but all right, and the crafty dog shot her own. But then he took him on down the back and got cut off, and he had to come a second time to beat him, and... Like, fair play to him. He worked very hard for that win and he never, you know, he kept his head down the whole time and worked hard and got there. And so, you know, that gives you confidence going in. Now, he'll just face different opposition, I suppose. Kirby is probably on the cards for him. But um, but at least we know that, you know what I mean, if you don't go around the bend in front, you have a chance that he'll qualify and things like that. And that's massive brain in the dog. I always find, you know, if you have that in your armour, well, then, you know, you can work away through a competition and, and keep a bit up your sleeve if you can, you know, for when it might really matter, you know. Yeah, without a doubt. And of course, uh, look, you, you touched on it there, great owners, obviously, Brian and Kathleen, and they've had plenty to shout about over the years. Of course, only a couple of years since that, you know, famous English Greyhound uh, Derby success with uh, Priceless Blake. Yeah, look, they've been with us for years, and as I say, we've had some wonderful names. Now, we've had other, we've had reversals too, and Brian takes everything in his stride, wonderful people to train for. We're really blessed today that he rang up to know that we take a dog and as I said they've been waiting here for oh, maybe 25 years maybe more oh, maybe more but um, yeah he we won two Scottish derbies for him over the years you know like and he's won plenty of the big prizes but I'd say he takes the knockbacks and he's had plenty of them too don't worry about that and uh, we had we, he always wanted to win an English derby and 
you know, Jeannie Mack, it's a tough call to have uh, that kind of an ambition. But thanks for the God priceless Blake, who's he's still here, busting order, not a bother on him in great form. And um, he obliged that night in Nottingham with a great night, and, and Brian and Kathleen were both there as well. And it was just a wonderful occasion, you know, it really was. And when you see someone that wanted to do something so bad and they achieved it, well, it was nice to be part of it, you know, that kind of a way. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. Well, we're just going to touch on the the time Greyhound Nutrition Cork up there shortly. I'm just might get it, get you to get give us a quick word on your runners. I'll I'll call them out there shortly. But just in terms of the the horse racing scene, Paul, you gave us so much to shout about. With you know, heaven help help us who treat us to some wonderful performance. We're only a couple of weeks away from Cheltenham now, so horse racing, you know, um, you know, very much on 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 the the, the big agenda again. But um, are you, are you still involved in any nice horses at the moment? We are. Um, Barry, we have a mayor here, finest ever more, uh, John Turner owns her, and the plan is to, I was only talking to Richie Condon actually about her today, the plan is to go for the Coral Cup with her. Um, he was declared a few times with Willie, uh, when he had pushed her to the limit, she'd pick up little niggles, and he just said, here, have a go at her. So we, we dropped her out last summer, gave her a really long break, and tried to train her really slowly to get there on the day. You know, we use different gallops and stuff like that now. Look, um, you'd have to be prepared to take a, a big drop in class when you're coming out of Willie's place. But, like, we'll give it a go anyway. And she's qualified for the Coral Cup. We're aiming her for that. And, and so far, so good. We'll bring her to a school and bumper on Tuesday now in Nace. And um, Danny rides her in the school and races for me. So he's happy enough with her. You know, we were in one in Torres there a fortnight ago. And um, that's a target for her, the Coral Cup again. And that's the race that Evan Help has won. And, if it helps us, is actually due to walk in the park. She's due to fall any day now. Her time is up. So um, a neighbour of mine is very good at falling mares and she has her over there. So I hope you know, that will all go well, you know. Yeah, yeah, we we certainly hope it will. Um, they were they were amazing scenes, of course, that year in Cheltenham and, and the oh, best of luck. Unbelievable, unbelievable for Richie and ourselves, you know, and like it was so unexpected and everything else. Just look, it happened on the day. Thanks be to God, and it was a huge thrill, massive altogether. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, something that will be talked for many years to come. As I said, uh, you're making the trip to Cork on Saturday night for the 2024 Time Greyhound Nutrition at Cork Cup. I suppose it's the kind of first, uh, you know, feature of the year so far in in, in Clonmel or in Cork, I should say. And things will be picking up now in the in the coming weeks. Uh, we'll start with um, Dairy Hill Stella, who's owned by your your good wife Susan Hennessy, and um, she's got a couple of big runs in the on her card. She's drawn in trap number four um, in her opening round draw. Uh, tell us a bit about her. Yeah, very smart bitch. Um, Ray Stafford and the lad sent her up to me on race. They'd bought her out of the sales in Cork. Now, it took me a while to get her, you know what I mean? She took a lot of work to get her up to the, the sort of even getting her to race, you know. But when she did start, you know, she improved greatly in an on-race take and in a scarty. On a cracker now. And then she went to Shelburne and took a huge jump just from on-race into open class. And she got beaten in one or two races. She didn't run bad now, but... Just the dumping class caught her out and she came in season anyway and her form since she's come back from in, being in season hasn't been that red hot now so we've tried to step it up a bit there lately and her last two sprint trials have been a bit smarter there she trialed back well enough uh, last Saturday night in Cork and the fact that she ran there in the sales and everything else hopefully now that she'll run the track well she should do really um now, as I say, she'd need all the work she can get, and getting them fit in January is often not simple, but I'm hoping that she's coming, you know, she was like that when I started her off as an unrest. She took a lot, an awful lot of work to get her up to the level she needed to be, 
Um, so hopefully now we're on the first rung of the ladder and if she can start on Saturday night, well, it'll be, you know what I mean, she's a good bitch. She's the making, I think she's open class like it. She'll, she'll come back to it. I hope she does anyway. So, yeah, no, we keep the fingers crossed for her, Barry. So very, very good. We'll keep a close eye on her at the weekend. Elite Tom is another one that you have in the opening round, Paul, and he looks a real pacey um, tracker. Yeah, lovely, mate. He's a lovely young dog. He's a brother of the sports, Bob. Um... Uh, he's short on experience he's only ran I think three races but he ran very well in them in the non-race taking in a scorty he might be short of a yard to the first bend Barry but if he gets into a rhythm you know you could be in for a treat now this dog can really run but he could be a 550 575 dog but a gorgeous dog lovely attitude and a beautiful way of running as I say you need to be on your toes in Cork whether Cork is the real right track for Marat I don't know but the competition suits and if you do get a run in Cork, it's a beautiful place for a galloping dog, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, he's probably our best dog going down to it, there's no doubt. He's young and he's, on ex- he's inexperienced, but like you have to learn somewhere. And where else other than in, in Corrigan Park, you know, the fine stadium. Like, Yeah, it sounds like there's there's good days ahead uh, for him. And uh, finally, we give a mention to the bold Freddie. I think you worked plenty of magic to get him, uh, you know, back to really good form there last year. Yeah, he did. A lovely dog. And he settled in with his grace and ran a cracker. Now, again, his farm has dipped slightly. I'm not sure if it's cold weather. He's in good old farm, but cold weather might suit Freddie, a bit like myself, you know. But you get that, Barry. I remember years ago with a wolf of fast dog called Mr. Pickwick. He won two laurels. He actually got to the final three laurels. But if you wanted to run him from November to March, you'd be wasting your time. Wasting your time now. He just couldn't go. He'd tie up and stamp. He hated the cold weather. And when the warmer weather had come, then it improved lengths. Like, you know, you couldn't believe it now. So maybe Freddie's a bit like that. I don't know, because I only got him start of the middle of last year and the weather was nice and he came forward lovely with great fun and lovely chap owns him, Craig Day, there. He's friendly with Kevin and um, we have great fun with him now. So, as I say, just his farm is not as good as it should be. He's in good farm, but like his race farm, if you understand me. Um it could be just cold weather bothering him you know what I mean I, I don't know but anyway we'll have to wait and see but he's well he's healthy and ready to give it a go he's a great dog to try you know yeah fant- fantastic stuff and uh, look we'll we'll wish you the best of luck uh, with with those there in, in Curraheen Park on, on Saturday always great to see you down in Cork oh, Paul yeah ha- I love going to Cork I always did as I say we spent a few years in the family apprentice but great people and great old crack and everything else and You'd want thick skin and you're going in there when you get a cup of tea in Cork. I tell you that for nothing. There's a few people over there. And you know them yourself. But look, that's, that creates an atmosphere. It sure, it's great. It sure does. There's a great old camaraderie there and the crack you'd have with the lads. And as I say, sometimes you'd want the thick skin. And I think the Kenny could be playing Cork and the Holland this weekend too. So that would probably add to the whole occasion. So, you know. Yeah, fantastic. Finally, be- before we finish up, Paul, anything else that you're looking forward to over the course of the next couple of months? I should look at we're starting off with a bunch of young dogs there too and it's no different than anyone else you'd love to you know when you bring in a bunch of pups and they go around and if you think you stumbled across one they can run so that's the whole make of the game and we just might have one or two Barry coming along that we might you know hopefully in the summer time they'll come out you know what I mean but um, that's that's basically it you know we're grand we've a lovely kennel of young dogs there we're just starting them back we'll probably bring out a few of them in this maiden derby and Houster, do you know what I mean? So um, that's probably a target for some of the younger dogs that we have. 
because they won their kind of puppy races and their uh, races afterwards, but they didn't win in open class. I didn't run them in open class during the winter anyway, so hopefully there's a few of them there that we can give the Old English Derby a poke again and, and, and give a go at it, you know. Yeah, no doubt you no doubt you'll be very much in the mix, uh, Paul. As I said, look, um, you've been uh, an unbelievable uh, trainer over the years, and uh, as I said, no doubt uh, about it. Uh, big race success will will come again, and uh, it's always great to speak to. You. As I was saying to you off air, um, always a popular guest. Uh, there'll be uh, there'll be plenty of listeners to this one, no doubt, and uh, we appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to join us on the podcast. No problem, Barry. You're more than welcome. You're more than welcome. <laughs> Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest Greyhound racing news, check out grisland.ie forward slash Talking Dogs.